0: Hey everyone, it's me, Ian Shapiro, uh, taking a break from playing the Destiny 2 beta that came out yesterday on PlayStation 4, and I'm here to talk some politics with you, here on Politics Explained. So let's get to the politics. Today on Politics Explained, we begin Politics Explained as we always do with our segment Trump Tweets Explained. Trump has two tweets for us this morning. The first is as follows. I will be having lunch at the White House today with Republican senators concerning healthcare. They must keep their promise to America. This is in reference to Donald Trump announcing that he is going to have a lunch with senators where he gets Mitch McConnell to actually have a vote sometime this week or next on the healthcare bill that does not look like it's going to pass individuals like lisa murkowski have already said that there are no vote we had a couple more uh yesterday saying that there are no votes john mccain a republican senator from arizona is out of commission due to surgery but he's also almost certainly a no vote Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what comes out of this meeting considering they don't have the votes they don't have the votes. They're gonna need congressional approval and they don't have the votes. Apologies for the Hamilton reference there. Donald Trump's second tweet of the day is, the Republicans never discuss how good their health care bill is. Uh, Okay, let's break this one apart piece by piece. Uh, I mean, it strips Medicaid away from the most vulnerable individuals in the United States, and at one point, the version you know paid for these uh, strips of Medicaid with tax cuts for the richest among us. Optically, that doesn't look very good, so they're probably not going to talk about that part of it. Also, it's generally 17-20% popularity rating, which is really low. Uh, but here, Trump says, it will get even better at lunchtime. So apparently Trump's gonna, like, provide some ideas for the bill, which is very strange because Trump's not much of a policy wonk. He tends to think of politics in transactional terms. Uh, he's not really interested in the weeds of policy. And then finally in this tweet, Trump says, the Dems scream death, death as care dies. Eh, well, I mean... To the extent that Democrats are screaming death, I think that's essentially talking about the cuts to the Medicaid expansion that occurred under the ACA, which would harm a lot of individuals making their medical care unattainable. And usually when you're sick and you don't receive health care, it's a better probability that you're going to die. So those are Trump tweets explained. Let's get to the rest of the news.
1: hey there i wanted to call in on adam's question about trump's twitter is it a distraction campaign i think that question comes from a very very common place among political thinkers and that is from the position of overthinking it uh i believe well and it's true these people that Are elected to office are just human beings and they have a Twitter just like you and I have a Twitter and I don't think there's that much thought that is put into it I think Twitter is just Trump's sounding board for his thoughts maybe he had a meeting that related to the tweet or a phone call and he's just shooting a tweet out but I think it's a gross error that we make on all sides of the political spectrum to really dig in and analyze the deep meaning It's not there. I mean, these are just normal dudes, normal human beings doing normal human being stuff. And I think that's all we can really say about it.
0: Hey, everyone. Ian Shapiro back here. Now, normally I'm not going to be like taking news stories and talking about them verbatim. But if you check out NPR, they have a really wonderful article that I just finished called Trump's big repealing deal, eight takeaways on the Senate's healthcare meltdown moment. So this is trying to do a breakdown of what went wrong with the Senate healthcare bill. And I think around Friday of this week, uh, Politics Explained is going to do a big healthcare timeline, maybe even starting with uh, the 90s or maybe we'll start with Obamacare. Uh, But generally, I want to talk about some of the points that these NPR reporters talk about, which is number one, the president was a wall. He was kind of missing from action when it came to supporting this bill. Uh, you know, in interviews about healthcare, he said it's going to be great. Uh, not really talking about policy specifics. When he finally saw the House GOP bill, he called it. Mean and asked the Senate to make their version nicer. The Senate then came out with a version that was not nicer, but then Trump had to reconcile that with the fact that he just wants a big old W in his column as president. Uh, and so he has been supporting the Senate health care bill even though it has steeper cuts to Medicaid than the House bill did. Um, the other thing to think about is that while this healthcare debate is a lot about politics and, you know, uh, having the Republican brand for eight to ten years saying we're going to repeal and replace Obamacare, healthcare is also about policy. And to the best of my knowledge, it seems like they really didn't have a healthcare policy in place. What this healthcare bill looked like was saying hey government has been overreaching when it comes to spending especially on Medicaid we're going to use this as an opportunity to reel back government interference in the form of the subsidies and the handouts that they're providing for individuals who are poor and disabled. Now keep in mind when I say poor a lot of these individuals receiving Medicaid are working able-bodied individuals who just don't make very much money. They're still putting in those nine to five jobs plus. One final thing to keep in mind for now, why the Republicans weren't able to pass this version of repeal and replacement, when even you have on the records that they have successfully voted to repeal Obamacare multiple times? Well opposing something is really easy, but opposing something and then having to replace it with something that makes you know at least some people happy? That's when things get difficult, and in this case, Republicans just didn't have the know-how or kind of a structure to actually make healthcare work. Uh, Obviously they have warring factions, some of which don't even think that healthcare should be a responsibility of government, but that's aside the point. The next steps to look out for are... Is the Senate going to try to put together some kind of bipartisan committee to fix the problems that do exist with Obamacare? Things like uh, in- unstable insurance markets for individuals and also rising drug prices. If you're a liberal or a Democrat, like these are real problems that need to be fixed so that the Obamacare system can work. Anyway, to tie this all up, healthcare is complicated, the president either didn't have the competence or the patience to really fight for the bill, and it's really hard to take things away from people when you don't really have a good reason or something to give them in return. Woo! For more on healthcare, stay with me on Politics Explained, because these explanations don't get long-winded sometimes at all. I love you. As a lot of you probably know, especially if you listen to Politics Explained on the Daily, is that the Senate GOP healthcare bill has not been doing so well. Mitch McConnell has failed to secure the requisite 50 to 51 votes needed in order to move to proceed to a vote and, you know, amendments and discussion on the bill. So it's basically dead in the water. However, McConnell, of course, had a plan B, and that was to have his members take a vote that they had actually taken before when President Obama was in office. And that vote was just a clean repeal of the Affordable Care Act. That's right. Clean repeal means no repeal and replacement. So, I bet you're wondering how that's going. Well, it's not going to pass. Uh, and But because it was put on the docket, and it looks like they're going to have at least a scheduled vote for it, the CBO went ahead and scored what just repealing Obamacare would do. What's the headline, you may ask? Why did I just bury the lead? Because it's horrendous. The CBO reports that repeal of the Affordable Care Act would leave 32 million individuals uninsured by the year 2026. This is astronomically higher than the uh, 15, 22, 23 million numbers that we'd seen from other health care bills brought to the GOP, brought to Congress by the GOP in 2016. Clearly, it looks like the way forward is going to be fixing things like prescription drug prices, and also providing an atmosphere where insurance companies don't have to raise premiums because they're unsure about what the future of healthcare and government holds. Woof. For more on all that, you're listening to Politics Explained, I'm Ian Shapiro, and tomorrow, we'll get back to the politics.